it's the Creator Spaces Show. Welcome back to the Creator Spaces Show. And today, we're talking about finding consistency in creation with Byron Miller. This conversation highlights the importance of being intentional with your creations and how to deal with hate as a creator. Let's get right into it. Do you consider yourself a creator? Yeah, I do. I do. So what exactly do you create? So me as a creator, I do some reactionary content with my friends. I'm a streamer as well. I stream video game content. Um, I also do my podcast. So my podcast is called The Homeroom with Smooth Podcast. We're on episode 47, which comes out this Sunday. You've got the podcast. Now is the podcast on video also? It is all video, honestly. It's just all on YouTube. I have the audio, but I just haven't had the time. Like, I want to make the Apple Music page and all that stuff. I just don't have, number one, the hard drive space for it because I'm, I'm not in my normal environment. Mm-hmm. And then two, I want to do it in a very professional and meaningful way. Like when I started, I want to be consistent. Like anything I start, I want to be very consistent and meaningful with. With that said, like when I put up my back catalog on Spotify and Apple and all that, they're not getting everything. That's just how it ends up going. There's some content that I'm okay with it staying on YouTube. However, I'm not okay with it being a part of my stuff going forward as audio wise because audibly to me I don't think it was very entertaining or things were said that I wouldn't stand by today yeah I think that's one of the big issues especially like you've got multiple different kinds of content that you're creating and it might all be video but I'm guessing that when you're doing a stream when you're doing a playthrough like that it's a very different experience than when somebody is tuning into an episode Yes, that is very true. And that that does not carry over to audio. If you if everybody's talking on video and it's made for video, it does not transfer to audio in the same way. Yes. How do you go about balancing these different forms of creation? So basically, I've set a day aside that is the podcast day. So it's typically Sunday mornings, but I told my constituents that I am open to change because people want to change it. I like it because that allows me to go to brunch and just have fun afterwards. I can record and go to brunch and be done. But I don't want to be so selfish going forward. I now have a co-host. I now have an engineer. And it's just about hitting the ground running because it's going to be a year in August 27th. And I'm proud of where we came from where we were. Consistency signifies that you're organized and people know what to expect from you. Byron keeps refining and filtering out his content to make sure it's in line with his ever-evolving values. Your values steer your brand. So talk with me about how you build that audience. Consistency, you've mentioned, is really key to that. Yes. And it seems mm-hmm. like you're distributing on multiple platforms. Yes, I am. I slowed that down a little bit just because I really want to harp on getting my YouTube to a thousand subscribers. Cause on Facebook, one video hit like 7K because I had the right person on that day. However, it wasn't translating to every other video. It was just for those particular ones. And I said, okay, that's great and all, but what if I could get that number on YouTube? And I said, what's the hold of I said, am I stretching myself too thin to where I guess I'm getting massive exposure, but it's not translating. Like I'm not gaining followers from putting them up. So those audiences aren't staying with me. They're watching, but they aren't staying with me. 
So I have to do something different now because my YouTube audience around every thousand to 1200 views, I'll get a subscriber. And I'm like, okay, this works. So I got to move off those other platforms. So everybody funnels into one place. Once I get to a thousand subs, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I'll put it everywhere. But until then, it's all YouTube. Yeah, because man, I, I want to say like for other creators, when you start out, like you might have an initial boom. That's great. You know what I'm saying? But don't let that go to your head and become inconsistent. I've seen people on their channels. They started them before mine or some of them started after mine, passed me. And then I still passed them because I stayed consistent. You need to figure out a roadmap that you can commit yourself to and stick with it no matter what. Even if you have to pre-record, pre-record, like, oh, I want to go on vacation. I want to take a break. Great. You pre-record. Do not stop. I keep this show 60 days in advance. I've got anywhere from 10 to 20 episodes already recorded. In case something comes up, we're always good. Exactly. And that's the space you want to be in as a creator to where you don't have to oh my God, I have to put out a video. Like a lot of people, their content changes when, God forbid, I don't want it to happen to me, where I start making money from it and I get to that space where it becomes my sole income and now I can't look at it the same way because everything to me is now about money, the sponsorships, it's about the deals, it's about me slamming this video with as many ads as I possibly can. And it takes away from the listener experience. I have to always remember that this place that I'm at right now, yeah. these are the moments that matter because you have to build character and your integrity and you have to just stick to it and just stand firm on it. They say that the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. So it would be wise to break down your creative process to the smallest possible actions. From there, base your goals on output instead of outcome and stick to a regular release schedule for one platform only. Without these fundamentals in place, you most likely end up falling in the perfectionist trap. So you're not monetizing now. Yes, that, that would be correct. However, I do want to do a Patreon, but I want to wait. Like I said, give me like 300 subs and I'll do a Patreon because I don't want to seem like I'm like, oh my God, I need money or anything like from people. I just want you to watch. That's the bare minimum. That's my foundation. I don't want to necessarily feel like I'm forcing anything from people or from my fan base because I have people that, that watch from all over the place, from the UK, Canada, South Africa. I'm pretty spread out. So I'm like, okay, this is a good place to be. And I just want to continue to work on that. And once I get to the point where I'm hitting like consistently reach wise thousands. Oh no, I made it. Cause anything after that is literally just, are you consistent? That's it. Cause you're going, you're reaching the people. All you have to do is remain consistent. People are going to start commenting. People are going to start just reacting. Like I went back on all my favorite channels that I like to watch and I've seen the same thing. They all started small. Everyone started with a mediocre setup and then they worked their way into it unless they were already a celebrity or they were already rich. If you aim to offer more value instead of taking it, people will be naturally drawn to you and will be more inclined to provide monetary support once they start seeing consistent value creation. So what's your North Star metric for success? How do you know you're on the right path? Okay, this is gonna sound very crazy, but honestly, my metric when I know I was doing something right was when all my naysayers shut up. Like the little bickering you hear in the background while you're doing stuff, like, oh, I wouldn't do that, do this, or blah, 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 blah. Like people that are not even creators themselves. You're not a creator, shut up. That's how I feel. And so once I got to the point where I was doing it and I was doing it so consistent, 
and people were responding. People were watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and it was in their face all the time. And then I'm constantly putting up on Instagram. I was notorious for it. I'd screenshot my page or I'd screen record a portion of the video as promo, but I'd always put the subscriber count in there. And you can steadily see how I consistently went up. So I'm like, yeah, dude, I could do this. It's more so for myself so I can see it and I can always look back on it and go, okay, you've done this. You can keep doing it. But that's my metric for success, though. People shutting up. That's when you know you're doing something right. As long as you create online, there will always be those who think that it's their duty to make sure their opinion of you is heard. Hate is meant to bring you down by making you look or feel bad. Constructive criticism, on the other hand, gives room for improvement and a chance to correct your mistakes. Don't let the hate bring you down and learn to harness the power of constructive criticism by choosing your sources wisely. What's your current goal as a creator? You mentioned that you were thinking about launching Patreon at 300 subscribers and that you were planning on really focusing on multi-platform distribution at a thousand. Yes. Is there a goal outside of that subscriber count right now? Outside of the subscriber count, my main goal is to just provide good information to people and give them something to watch that takes them away from their problems. Honestly, that is the end goal. Because I said it in my last episode that I did, that even myself, I took a two-week break because, like, I felt more anxiety towards, like, doing podcasts than I did when I first started. And I was like, why do I feel this way? And then I realized that I was literally projecting onto myself my own doubts and fears, but this unreasonable expectation that I needed to be on this level. And really, I need to enjoy the ride while I can. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy being what's so smooth on Twitter where I can tweet into the void and it doesn't matter. There's going to come a time where I'm not going to be able to just say things and they not matter. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to enjoy my freedoms. And as always, we wrap it all up by answering the question. If you could send a tweet back to your start, what would it be? And when would it be? You get to choose the start. Start. Okay. It'll be a tweet that will be at 4 a.m. So when I wake up, I'll read it. It was the night after I recorded the first episode. It would be posted. You have nothing to lose and you have nothing to gain. Like you need to stand on your principles and stand on what you stand on and just always know that everything will be okay but never restrict yourself from not being yourself be yourself believe in yourself and nothing that other people can say will change the fact that you are great they just don't know it yet love it is there any last words of wisdom or advice or messages or comments you'd like to leave for the audience today I would definitely just tell them, just take the time to enjoy the small things, okay? Enjoy the right now, because you will not have this moment again. Whatever your right now is, you will not have it again. And I'm not necessarily just applying it to your direct moment, but the time that you live in right now, you will not have it again. Okay, we could go into another quarantine, but you'll never have what you had that very first quarantine the tranquility and the time, the time off work, we're not getting that back. Like all these jobs have moved to digital to where you're going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah, of these places, period. You're, going to, period, you're going to work. That's how capitalism works. So I would say just enjoy everything while you have it, all the moments, all the people, because you will not always have them.